Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Louise Boyce, um, aka Mama Still Got It, and welcome back to my podcast. Since we uh, last spoke, I have had a little baby girl, and she's amazing. She's with me today. Um, today's podcast is about um, positive birth stories after a traumatic one, which I can relate to after having a lovely birth after a traumatic one. Um, today's guests are Holly DeCruz. She is the founder of the Yes Mum Birthing Project, and Clemmie Telford, uh, mother of three, a curator, podcaster, and founder of Mother of All Lists. So they're with me today to talk about positive births after a traumatic one. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Welcome back to um, my podcast. This is Louise Boyce. Mum has still got it. Um, with me today, I've got Holly DeCruz, mum of two, founder of the Yes Mum Birth Project, who I have recently experienced in my labour. Um, and Clemmie Telford, mum of three, podcaster, curator and mother of all lists. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Thanks for being here. And um, yeah, I will let you all know that I will have to breastfeed and look after a three-year-old at the same time during this. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Um, so today we're talking about positive birth after a traumatic one. Um, and so the reason I've got these two guests on is because obviously, Holly, you've got your whole... The Yes Mind Birth Project is all about, obviously, positive births and yeah. how you can get your mind in the right mindset, regardless of if it's a natural birth or a C-section, like just getting your mind in the Absolutely, right place. Absolutely, yeah. So tell us a bit about that. So it is a hypnobirthing um, class, education program. And it is about preparing women and their birth partners for a positive birth. So teaching them how their bodies work um, and equipping them to work with that rather than against it in the process. But also kind of more than that, it's about equipping them to deal with change in labour and to navigate unexpected circumstances. And our focus is very much on creating a positive birth, not a perfect one, because we yeah. can't predict what's going to happen. I like that, the fact that it's positive, not perfect. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, because from my experience, my previous birth was quite traumatic. I had placenta abruption and the whole thing was just... Mm. you know really quite awful and a bit disastrous and ended up um being quite life-threatening actually mm. um and so when I fell pregnant again I was very aware of that happening again and without me realizing it my mum was really worried my husband was really worried so I love it when people come out of the woodwork no, later really? on yeah, yeah, like, yeah we've all been really worried <laughs> yeah, about you like, but I actually do it afterwards yeah. though yeah it was better to know that afterwards um so that's why I was like right this time I have to have a better experience um and I did I did read your book 
your affirmation cards are amazing and also the mp3s yeah not only did they absolutely conk me out at night <laughs> and it's actually weird out hearing your voice now i might just fall but asleep that's forever. <laughs> I, I, still, like... I still i still my, el- my youngest is a year and a half i'm older and i still sometimes plug holly in yeah. when i want to have a nap <laughs> in bedrooms everywhere yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but also what i found amazing was your positive affirmations on the mp3 yeah and that's what i listened to my entire labor amazing i literally didn't even like talk to my husband it's kind of like having a mantra though isn't yeah. it it's quite therapeutic to have this kind of um series of positive statements yeah to just focus your mind on yeah and that was my main focus and there was a point in my labor um where my phone decided to just not work so i had a, a couple of contractions without hearing the affirmations yeah and that's when I was like oh my god and I'm they freaking out and yeah my yeah. contractions were worse and as soon as Amazing. my phone came back on again it made me more relaxed yeah it anchors you back to that you know feeling okay feeling in control yeah um 100 so it really powerful did. it really is powerful um Clemmy you've had the same kind of experience yeah. a traumatic and then a positive yeah and actually listening here it made me kind of had a moment of realization because yeah my first um labor it was an induction and then I bled quite heavily and similarly to you I, when I got pregnant for the second time I I thankfully found Holly and actually it was even before labor it enabled me to make some positive choices so I chose to have a home birth and that was only through the birth education with Holly that I felt empowered to to make it work for me that's amazing so you went from hospital and then going into home to yeah two home births after that's amazing I wasn't allowed I was told I wasn't allowed because I was high risk no such thing as not allowed are you serious I'm serious hate that word if ever you hear that not allowed alarm bells should go off for you really absolutely I just was like okay and it's, it's your, my third birth. I should yeah. have probably known better. But. Your body, your baby, your birth. That's interesting. <laughs> there you go. Which also happens to be the time I'm of my birth. I'm very fortunate that I live in an area where we have um, community care. So. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I had a 
a midwife all the way through and a specialist home birth team who oh, were nice. really on side and they actually helped me pull up my birth notes from my first traumatic labour and, and talk through them and actually even reading them on a bit of paper yeah. is a big transition because yeah. you sit, you, you, you've imagined well you've built it up in your head haven't you yeah, and once you can rationalise it a bit yeah. and understand why certain things happen that was a yeah. Yeah. big one well, thing I always recommend for women that have had traumatic births is to try and get their notes yeah. and because all midwives offer a debriefing service and it's so amazing to go through you know what happened because how you remember it and then how it's written on paper can be vastly different different. and actually time frames totally and actually so much you know I teach a lot of women that have had trauma from first births and when I talk to them about what the trauma came from or what kind of triggered it so much of it is about how they felt rather than what actually happened. Yeah, you know, people yeah. can have a massive bleed. Naturally, it's not the bleed. No, it's the lack it's, of support. It's the lack of support or how things were explained or not explained or how they were treated afterwards mm. or, yeah. you know, the language that was used mm. or it can be something so simple. Yeah. Yep. And actually, it's so much more about communication yeah. than the physicality yeah. of yeah for me with the, my firstborn, he was born at home and that was actually you know a pretty good experience especially for my first um although the midwife was quite mean she refused to give me gas and air <laughs> I was like why I need it give it to me she's like no you don't need it um so that was fine so I guess with the second one I was like well I'll do it again I'll be at home yeah but I thought my waters had broken but it was blood right and I was terrified absolutely terrified and I called my independent midwife and obviously when you go into hospital, then you're not, she's not insured. Yeah. And what frightened me, apart from the fact that I was hemorrhaging and I didn't know what was going on and worried about everything, was the NHS midwives were saying something. And then my independent midwife was going, no, you're wrong. Mm. And I was like, oh. going, well, what's going on? Like, who's right? Well, like, the problem this- is... NHS midwives are bound by the protocol of the NHS and their labour ward, whereas independent midwives aren't. Mm. So independent midwives tend to give you more woman-centred advice and care, not all the time, but they're not bound by the same rules or protocol. Mm. So they can take into consideration your personal situation a bit more, um, in my experience. But often now, you know, they work hand in hand and really harmoniously. Yeah. Um, I think I just, I just think the whole experience, I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't a nice experience, but I'm so pleased now that I can say, I kind of feel like I've healed a little bit from having, yeah, like having a positive one after a really traumatic one. And um, without realising it, you know, my mum was, I mean, when I called her and told her I had the baby, she was just an absolute flood of tears because she was more worried about me. Oh. She didn't even ask what the sex was of the baby until yeah. like five minutes later. She was like, but you're okay. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm absolutely yeah. fine. Um, but also, you know, it's not just about giving birth, you know, um, naturally. You know, the whole point as well is like, if you do have a C-section, if that does go in that route... You know, again, getting your mind in the in the right mindset. Absolutely, it's really important as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I've planned two home births and had two unplanned C sections, so yeah. my births couldn't have been further from what I planned and what I had in mind. But they were both such positive experiences, and that's amazing because of hypnobirthing. Yeah, exactly. Like the um, Jim, who's here today, <laughs> um, silently podcast, waving yeah. in the background. <laughs> um, his wife's thirty-eight weeks pregnant. She's breech. Um, can I talk about this? Is that all right? <laughs> and um, she's breech, and she was uh, said that she would want to try and give birth breech. Yeah. But 
um, the hospitals were saying that they don't they don't do that anymore. They, they so this is so I had this exact situation. So my second was head down my whole pregnancy, all set for a home birth, and then at thirty seven weeks I switched my emails off. Uh, we went to me and my partner went away for the, a couple of nights, and he turned breach. Oh, so as wow. soon as I relaxed, he turned breach. Amazing. Um, <laughs> the irony. And then, um, so then I was like, am I still going to do my home birth? And the hospital were like, no, you know, we'd like to schedule you in for a C-section. And my independent midwife said, you can absolutely still do a home birth. We can do a vaginal breach at home. Um, breach is a completely normal way to have a baby. It's just that midwives aren't skilled in breach births because they C-section them all. Yeah, that's what you were saying this morning. And isn't it? Yeah. so we've lost the art of midwives that can support women having breach births, which is such a shame because some babies are better off being born breech. So why 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 is this a thing now? Because it's just been over-medicalized and right. so the reason that breach births can be dangerous in hosp- breach births are more dangerous in hospital than they are at home because really? midwives don't have the skill. I mean really when you're delivering a breech baby be vaginally it's hands off you just let the mum and the baby do the work you don't manhandle the baby at all you don't guide the baby you just let mum and gravity take its course okay which an independent midwife has the confidence to do because they do it regularly yeah whereas an nhs midwife who's never attended a vaginal breech birth perhaps Mm. it's going to be terrifying Mm. and then all of that scared energy goes into the room sure everyone's panicking everyone's going oh my god it's breech it's breech yeah and then the mum freezes and everything stops yeah sure it's a really simple process actually of how adrenaline affects any birth um which is why so my midwives were saying you know if you're going to try for a vaginal breach try it at home because you're much more likely to have a successful breach at home than you are in hospital oh, that's really interesting um so i was going to try a vaginal breach at home um and then he had other ideas anyway so <laughs> so that was that <laughs> But the fact that you had to go in and have the C-section, even though that wasn't planned, you, you know, the fact that your mind was in the right place. Yeah. You, yeah. I think that's, I think that's, that's the main thing. It doesn't matter. What is it you say in your book? It's not how you give birth. It's. It's how you feel. It's how you feel. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, it really doesn't matter how or where you give birth. It doesn't matter. No. It can be important to you mm. and it can affect you, mm. but it shouldn't be the core focus of your birth plan. No. I think. I think you're much better off going in thinking, okay, wherever this happens and however this unfolds, I am completely equipped to enjoy it. Yeah. And be in it. Yeah, exactly. Even that sounds radical for me the first time. Someone said, enjoy labour. And I actually did enjoy my labours. Yeah. But it's such a radical thing. We are so taught that (laughs) That labour is going to be the worst thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to go and do it tomorrow because I'm I'm not kind of, I always compare it to a marathon if you're prepped for it. That's what I say. That's exactly what I say. And I'm not prepped to do it tomorrow no, but at but the time I was so psyched yeah and in fact that's the thing that tripped me up each time as well as you know I went overdue with all my babies and every time I was shocked <laughs> when I got to 41 plus three and still hadn't given birth 41 plus three yeah with my first I got to 41 plus six. Oh my god. Miserable. Gosh. Absolutely oh miserable. Gosh, I am someone who does things at 100 miles an hour. It's like the ultimate <laughs> oh lesson. <God. laughs> oh but that gosh. feeling of actually feeling prepped, I kept on saying to my husband, imagine knowing you're going to run a marathon at some point in the next week, but no one's going to tell you when. <laughs> yeah. And like waking up like that. <laughs> and then like, just shout go at you. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like from 37 weeks onwards, you're like, it could be today, it could be today. And like four weeks later, you're still like, it could be today. And I, yeah, I, I do think that's a, a major thing as well. Like I think, as you said, like a marathon or an exam, you have to, well, for me, I like, I like to research the crap out yeah. of anything. Yeah, exactly. And you to, to get prepare. myself prepared. Yeah. And you're right, if you're going to run a marathon, you train for it. If you're going to, you know, write a, an essay on whatever, 
you research it, yeah. you, do, you do the revision. And I think the same with giving birth. Like, I wanted to know exactly what my body was going through. Because obviously yeah. your body knows what it's doing, but your brain goes, what the fuck is yes. this? Your brain fights it, really. Yeah, your brain fights it. And I wanted to understand that. I wanted to understand that it was safe. And that was one of the really good affirmations that I think you have. Yeah, it's birth like, is safe. is safe. Because mm-hmm. that's what I kept thinking. Like any like twinge, I was like, oh my God, this is it. What's that? Am I going to bleed? Yeah. Like what's danger. going on? Yeah, yeah, danger. And obviously that, uh, brings on adrenaline yeah. and then you know yeah. that's never a good thing she knows her stuff I do she's read the book it's, re- <laughs> it's reframing that adrenaline isn't it I yeah. remember when yeah. in every well both second birth second and third birth when that the uh, surges still a good surges yes well done, not contractions <laughs> when they began like it's having to say to myself I want this I want this yeah. and it is yeah. that kind of I call them school disco nerves but anxiety and um, <laughs> excitement are so yeah. two sides of the yeah, same coin absolutely. and if you can say to yourself every Surge, I want this. This means my baby's yeah, coming close to my baby. Because yeah. it's so easy on that first. When it's a, it is a feeling of pain. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've always been told to associate that with a negative. And yeah. also, especially for first, you know, the first time you've done it, you've never felt this. No, before. and you're like, it's going to get much yeah. more painful. Yeah. And also, you don't know how long it's going to go on for. Yeah. And that's the really the bit that tripped my brain yeah. out. It's like if that's, someone could say it's even going to be twelve hours, I'll be all right with yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, it's you knowing. Know. That's yeah. why I kept, I kept on the when I was giving birth to Inca, I. I kind of felt that I was at a point where I needed to know how far along I was like yeah. dilated mm. but my midwife was um quite reluctant to check me because my waters are broken she didn't want to check me because of infection mm. but I was kind of insisted I was like I need to know because mm. if I'm four centimeters I might need a little bit of help yeah. but if I'm beyond that then I'm, I'm on the road I'm good yeah. you know yeah. I just need to know how far were you I was and again seven. that's like feeding your mind isn't it it's yeah. like okay I just need this piece of information yeah. yes, and then exactly. I can but refocus it for me yeah, I just absolutely power. didn't absolutely. want to know because I couldn't stand the thought of in my mind failing where I was like my head so that's the power isn't it it's yeah. doing yeah. whatever is right for you so, yeah. you wanted a I needed to know I didn't yeah, yeah I and every woman is different and that's why that's the importance of woman led care because actually what's right for one woman is going to throw another woman off in the wrong direction yep yeah. So it's so important that actually the woman knows how to ask for what she wants. Like, I want a vaginal examination. Yeah. I don't want a vaginal yeah. examination. Yeah. The power is in your hands and, yeah. you know, also you know what's best. Also what for the first time is, you know, when you're in the, you know, like the real right. depth of like transition. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Crikey. Um, <laughs> it's a dark place. It, <laughs> it really is like nothing else. <laughs> if this is, if you're about to give birth, it's fine. But it fine. is sure. It is sure. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it is sure. And, and also, it's a good thing. It means it's coming. It yeah. means you're nearly there. Yeah, but it's a final I made, checkpoint. I made it, so in, when I was in my transition, I had your headfo- my headphones in listening to your voice. Thanks for being there for me. <laughs> That's okay. And um, I turned it up like so loud. So I, I literally blocked everything out. My poor husband must have been like, yeah, nice one, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also I made a point of, I had the gas and air and I realized that I was really biting on it. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm going to re- relax my jaw. Because obviously mm. relaxed jaws means relaxed cervix. Yeah. So I did that. And then I also found myself like kind of like really squeezing the pillow. I was like, no, I really need to relax my hands as well. So I remember when the last few pushes before yeah, she came out, I, my whole, I just felt so relaxed. Amazing. Um, I made a point of like just doing those yeah. things. And also I think you said in your book or I've read somewhere where if you can smile in between contractions yeah. and I was yeah, I mean I look amazing. like an absolute loon <laughs> bring it on <laughs> yeah. but I did um, and I think that helped as well because yeah. I was just like, like and, I, and, I, and I think I think people sometimes get annoyed by positive birth stories because 
I find that anyway. I think people mm. love to hear a dramatic birth yeah. story. And it all turns into a bit of a competition, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is so unnecessary. It is unnecessary. And, um, but also, I think we all need to reframe, even if you have a very, very straightforward birth, it's still a massive feat. Like, mm. I think when it is positive, you don't tend to go, oh my word, that was hard work. It's still really yeah. hard work. Yeah, it is Absolutely. really hard work. It's not like it you get a, a pass to... No. And actually, the simplest, most straightforward births, if a woman's unprepared, can be really traumatic. Mm. And a super complicated birth, if the woman's prepared, can be really positive. Exactly. So a simple birth doesn't always equate to an easy one or a good one or a positive one or whatever you want to say. No. Yeah. But um, I am. Yeah. This, you know, if I was to have another one. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> these are those uh, hormones that happen at this point when all of them go all don't do that um, I've currently got a baby over my arm and my boobs hanging out I'm really sorry it's a great <laughs> breastfeeding top though this is an amazing breastfeeding it's top I'm going to give a that. shout out to Seraphine who uh, um, yeah this amazing. is amazing and they've got a whole new collection of amazing nursing outfits this isn't sponsored by them but maybe it should be <laughs> um, yeah so I, I must admit you kind of still I still feel broody what the hell's mm. that all about it's all those hormones. Yeah, all yeah, the oxytocin. Okay. yeah, but no, I think I'm definitely done. This shop is closed. So I have a few questions that people have asked in. Uh, one lady says, why is everyone terrified of giving birth naturally? Why is this kind of like stigma around? It's horrendous and so painful. Because it's our cultural dialogue, isn't it? It's what we see. It's the narrative of birth we get in the media. Mm. Um, you know, Everything you see about birth sells it as traumatic, dramatic, hard work, uh, painful, scary. You're going to be out of control. You're going to be screaming. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like a pleasurable or enjoyable or calm experience ever. No. Because that doesn't sell things. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And yeah, exactly. It's not yeah, profitable when there's no for birth story, to be easy. It's not worth no. talking about, is no, it? No, it's not. How was your birth? It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, oh, yeah. and if it is that <laughs> precious, right, you do kind right. of want to keep it to yourself. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. because you don't want to come across as smug. Having had two exactly. good births. Yeah. You, you, yeah. 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 Well, so and you don't want to trigger something in someone that hasn't had a good birth. Um, yeah. Also, I think the over medicalization of birth. You mm. know, we are so lucky to live in a part of the world where, if you know things go off piece during a birth, we have medical support to Absolutely. help us. We are yeah. so lucky. Mm. Yeah, we are. But we shouldn't assume birth is a medical event because no. it's not. No, you're you're so right. It's Most not. times, birth is a completely normal physiological process that we are totally capable of doing without intervention. But we go into it assuming, you know, we have our babies in hospital most of the time. Mm. When do you go to hospital? Yeah, when, when you need help, when yeah. you're ill, when there's something wrong with you. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you when you're pregnant. No, it's really... It's and it's really, that really whole brave. mindset, you know, whenever you walk into hospital, you, you, feel you kind of... Yeah, of course yeah. you do. you're going for something really straightforward. Of course forward. you do. Yeah. And it's like, okay, and, and also, not only that, but you lose your power. Mm-hmm. Because we have this white coat phobia, don't we? Yeah. Of, you know, thinking, well, whatever they say is definitely right. I won't question it. And I just have to do as I'm told. And we immediately surrender ourselves. Mm. And I think that can make things really traumatic. When actually you don't think, you know, you know what? I know my body better yeah. than anyone else. And I've got a say in this. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why we become frightened as well. That kind of white coat phobia. Yeah. And the stuff that we do see on TV, it's just so unrealistic anyway. <sighs> like somebody's waters breaks. It's like, quick. Yeah. And then the baby hospital, appears. The baby like, appears. Yeah, right. And then there's happen? no placenta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, 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 when no. have you ever seen a placenta on, no, on TV? <laughs> yeah. Placentas on TV, please. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you more placentas on my screen. Yeah, you never see it. <laughs> I mean, I really do. Yeah, yeah. Bring on the presenters. Um, another question is, and I, I think this is actually quite a, an interesting one. Um, 
there's a lot of women of um, out there that are thinking of starting a family and that follow a lot of mums on Instagram and saying that they're terrified of um, becoming a mother because of what they see on Instagram because yeah, of the mums. Yeah, kind of gone the, I was talking about this on something else. We've gone the full circle. When we first had kids, there was no one kind of being honest about parenting. Yeah, that's true. And it was this perfection. Yeah. And now everyone's been uber honest and we, everyone knows what's coming, but it... It, yeah, it's, yeah, it kind of looks like it's a, but it's quite we're scary a that people time, must be but, looking in on that yeah. because it becomes a club where we all want to be frank with each yeah. other. But it must be um, you're doing it in a public forum. Yeah, you're, and it, mm. yeah, for the next generation yeah. looking up. It's true. Like this girl was talking to me the other day. She was like, I, you know, my husband really wants to start trying for a baby. It. But but she was like, I'm terrified. You know, what if I get this and what if this happens and I'm gonna, am I going to lose myself? And mm. and I was like, Do you know what? Actually, I was like, it's amazing. Is, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Obviously, it's hard. I wouldn't change it for the world yeah. and you know of course it's challenging it is one of the hardest jobs in the world but I mean but it's know. the same thing as a positive birth people forget to sing about the amazing the, joy. Exactly. the love yeah. that we yeah. have yeah. but you're right I think it's something like I think people smug. are worried about being smug yeah. and there is something in that you know I think with my NCT group with, um, with Basil when he was born I was the only one that had you know quite a nice birth story and everybody else didn't and no one wanted to hear my story, no. and I actually felt awkward talking about it. Yeah. So I didn't because like I kind of like, I don't, to, don't, I don't want to be smug, and mm. it's not you know a dramatic story. They go, "Oh my god, this is horrendous!" Yeah, over but it is you know, obviously the best thing in the entire world. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't keep going exactly. back for more. Exactly, yeah. even be talking about a fourth when I you've know. got a four-week old in you. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think it's a lot about expectation yeah. management as well, though? Yeah. Because I think the picture that you see on social media is that it's women having babies, running businesses, mm. looking yeah. glamorous, and it's like, oh my god, how on earth mm. is that going to happen? Mm. And actually, I think it's so important to, <laughs> to be realistic. I mean, that was good timing, yeah, wasn't well, it? Yeah. Hi, sweetie. Okay. Yeah. In reality, it's a lot of talk <laughs> of snacks. And yeah. Yeah, and, and also it's just thinking, okay, you don't have to do it all. No. And actually, it's okay <laughs> to park stuff and, and think, you know what, I'm just going to focus on this at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, social media is a highlight reel, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's important but to it respect it. it. If it anyone's listening, it. definitely do it. Um, but do yeah. all the fun bits first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get all your fun bits out of the way <laughs> go first. Go travel, go and stay in nice hotels. Yeah, Eat, have know. loads of sex. Oh. Yeah, have <laughs> sex. Um, and but carefully. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Yeah. And just to, just to finish up, any advice you'd give to new mothers out there? Anyone? I mean, Holly's just said it. Like, everyone else is... Instagram is a highlight reel and rest and absorb it and that's I hate it when people say sleep when the baby sleeps and yeah, enjoy yeah. it but it's because it is they are it's a blink of an eye isn't it yeah it is I mean I yeah. can't believe she's already four weeks yeah, old I, I can't believe it well this one's four next There's week some, you know I posted the other day that this will be the bit that we look back at, at the most yeah. precious point of our lives even though it feels like the hardest bit yeah definitely well that's the thing because I know that it goes so fast this is my last I'm yeah. trying to save it absolutely every little cobbling yeah noise and everything I love and it. also to focus on what's important for you yeah. yeah and not be too worried about what seems important to other people absolutely it's, you know your heart knows best yeah definitely all right on that note because Sunny wants <laughs> snacks probably we're going to finish up there thank you so much oh, both of you pleasure. for joining and I, I hope anyone who's listened is uh, I hope that's good information for you Jim what do you think uh, yeah, <laughs> good luck Jim and your wife um, yeah good luck and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back again for another podcast soon. Thanks, Amazing. ladies. Amazing. Thanks. Bye. 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 Oh, on cue. Oh.
That was great. I really, really enjoyed that. It's really nice to talk about positive births um, after such a traumatic one. And uh, it is possible. And uh, I hope anyone out there who's pregnant and about to give birth, they find this insightful. Um, please uh, share, rate and like and do all that. Um, I'm Mama Still Got It. And thanks for listening. Hope to see you next time. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.